latest from Scotston. This is Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors' official podcast. We are back. Hello and welcome back to Warriors Weekly. I'm Duncan Seller, Glasgow Warriors Media Manager, and today, sitting across from me via Zoom, is Warrior number 315 and Glasgow's latest re-signing, second rower Hamish Bain. Hamish, how are you? Yeah, I'm really good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So we've started off every episode this season asking the guys when they come up, when they join the squad, they come up in front of the team, they talk about their family, their rugby history, and their hidden talent. So Hamish, I'm going to ask you, what is your hidden talent? Yeah, so when they did that, I was like, oh, I don't know what I should say. And um, so I just, I was just like, oh, got up there and I was like, you know, I my family and stuff like that and hidden talent. I was like pondering for a second. I was like, uh, well, my ears are in a really weird place on my head. They're actually like on my neck. So I, turned, I like showed them and they all like burst out laughing. So I thought that was quite a good one. Um, I don't really have any other hidden talents um, other than that. So no, um, no nicknames stem from that. I feel like that's something that surely brings about a nickname. Nah, nah. Um, I think Franz Brown tried like neck ears or something, but it didn't really catch on. So no. I'm, well, gladly. Um, yeah, I think that was the, the only chance that I mean. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and I was gonna. I was wondering if you were gonna say the robot because I've seen on TJ Ioani's Instagram story of the last few months. He's been getting to do the robot a little bit. Where uh, where did that come about? How did he find out about that? And how good a dancer are you actually? Oh, I don't even know. Like Aki always, um, him and Aki are always dancing in, a, well, it's mostly Aki, but TJ runs the music in the gym. So Aki between sets is like proper cutting shapes and stuff. And uh, I just started joining in and <laughs> I already got it on, uh, on video and I was, it looked all right, you know. I, I didn't think I had um, too bad dance moves, but uh, I got a few messages actually, um, you know, laughing. But obviously, it's not because I'm good, it's because I look like an idiot. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, we just do it between sets and gym, and then um, it's just a bit of a laugh, keep the keep the energy high. Yeah. Is it something some you practice? Because it's not, it's like a full routine. It's not just the kind of hands moving. What are you eating a cereal bowl and all this kind of oh, thing? Nah, like I just, honestly, like I, I just watch Aki and then I'm like, right, what else can I do that can, that can be like new to add to it? And I was, I just started eating cereal. I don't know. It was a, it was a weird one. <laughs> and what do you think of TJ's music in the gym? Because you're more of a rock guy, I'm pretty sure, aren't you? I think TJ's. A um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of, it's all right. It wouldn't be what I listen to in the gym, but um, like it, it's just your music. It's it's not too, not too bad. No. Are you ever tempted to bring, are, are you able to, are you ever tempted to bring in your own earphones and just pop them in when you're working out? Or does... I don't think that's, don't think that's allowed. I, I haven't seen anyone do it, so I'm not going to be the first to do it. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. And um. I reckon if I just went on the ox, they'd boom me, like boom me off. So yeah, um, yeah, no chance. No chance. <laughs> Obviously, I mentioned it at the start there as I introduced you. We've announced today, so on Thursday, that you've resigned with the club ahead of the 2021-2022 season. So I'm here today to chat to you about that resigning, but also your journey to here. I think you've had a really interesting journey. Obviously, coming up through kind of the Scottish youth system, playing in the tenants Premiership for Curry under twenties. 
then heading across to Stadny Swap, playing in the Nationale, and then obviously coming back to Glasgow at the start of this season. Um, but first, let's talk about the re-signing. How does it feel to re-sign for the Warriors and why the Warriors? Yeah, I mean, feels great. Uh, like, when I got my first cap, you know, it was, uh, it was quite emotional. And uh, so it means a lot to me to play for this club. And uh, I feel I got a, a lot more to give in the jersey. So um, and I got a lot of friends here as well. So um, re-signing was, um, was an easy thing to do, I guess. It was like, um, yeah, I mean, I just want to stay here and, and um, give more to the jersey, I guess. Yeah. And um, yeah, hopefully when the, the COVID restrictions are down, we can have a few beers for the boys. But unfortunately, we've not been able to, to do that this season. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking forward to, to continuing to play for the Warriors because um, I know it's a great club and the fans haven't been here yet. So I'm, I'm intrigued to, to find out um, how good Scottsdale will be with a full stand, you know. Yeah, you kind of you hinted at it there about the Ospreys game after making your debut, getting a bit emotional. What yeah. what was it that made you kind of get emotional? What was the was it just the I made it, or was it just the kind of the build up to it, or, or what was it? Nah, I, I don't know. I'm, most people know me. I'm not a, an emotional guy, so just after the game, I was feeling a bit, you know. And they asked me to give me give a speech after Ryan gave like a pretty good one, presenting my jersey. So I was like, Phew. I just started. Uh, <laughs> started like blubbering up a bit and I was like oh my god so I, I had to cut it short but um no nah, I don't know where it came from um it just meant a lot to me to to play for the club and um it was obviously my, my first time doing so so it just I don't know just kind of just kind of happened I guess in in, in the build-up to that game like did you did you know before the team was announced uh, midweek uh, internally that you you were going to be in the squad or did you find out when the, the team announcement video was just played through and your name came up? Yeah, so like I was on like it was on a I don't know what day it was. It was like the Tuesday or Thursday leading up to the game, and we we're playing on like a Saturday or something. And Danny came up to me. I was on a physio bed or something. Um, shock there, and um, he just said, "Oh, by the way, mate, you're you're starting." I was like, "Oh, didn't see. I like I I didn't know it was coming at all." And um, so it was a it was a huge shock to me, and um, I just made sure, like straight after that, I knew all my all my rules and stuff, so I could just not worry about it and try and go out and like enjoy myself rather than uh, like um, half guessing what I need to do here and there. It was just a case of know my rules, do well in training, and then um, just to try and enjoy it um, when I got down to Ospreys, but. Um, and when I got to Ospreys, like, I think it was the first time I played in eight months. So my lungs were proper feeling it like, and my, my legs were starting to go at like after half time. So I, uh, no, I managed like 72 minutes, I think. Yeah. Which, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was quite surprised because I was absolutely blown after about 10 minutes and um, it was, it was a tough grind, but. <laughs> um, was the. Was it a shock? Was the was like the actual like intensity of the game a shock compared to obviously you've been playing in France before? Was it just a totally different level of fitness, or was it just that you kind of had yeah, like, a while and it was just getting basically your your feet back under you, actually just being out on a pitch and getting that rugby fitness, that game fitness? 
I think it was mostly rugby fitness because like I'd been doing the training and stuff and you, you can't like it's fast in training but you can't replicate that as a game like match fitness is very much a thing as I found out so um yeah I went in there and I was like I, I was feeling good and then um like I think the nerves and stuff kind of kicked in at the warm-up and I was like oh like I'm, I'm blowing here like um mm-hmm. so um yeah, I think the intensity of it was a shock to the system as well because it's not what I was used to. I've never played at that kind of level before. So yeah, um, I suppose that kind of comes down to it. But um, I think mostly it's just match fitness. Like um, it might take like a couple of games just to get up to speed, and then um, should be fine after that, I guess. So did you have Ryan kind of marching you about the pitch towards the end? Was Ryan? Ah, I don't know about that. that. Like you, you might say that, but. Uh, no, nah, he, he gave me a wee chat. He was like, "Look, mate, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to work." I was like, I would "Catch my breath, like, yeah, I'm, I know that I'm proper going for it, mate." Uh, yeah, but nah, nah, I'm gonna say no. No. <laughs> it, would Would you have classed playing at Stadney Swaz pro rugby? Um, I think when I was speaking to the French boys over there, I think they they class um, Feral One as. Um, or it's called National now. Um, they, they do find it professional rugby. Um, but it's I thought it was semi-pro when I was going over, so it, I didn't really know. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a really physical league. Um, no doubt about that. Like some of the boys are like props that are playing is just ridiculous. Like we had like a 150 kilo prop on our, our side, and I was like I'm so glad I'm not playing against you. Um, Was he fit? Was he was he fit? Yeah, could he run? Oh yeah, all over the all over the shop. Really? Uh, He he wasn't wasn't fit. He he could scrum and he could um, yeah, he could he scrummed really well and um, he'd done well for his size. Like he's absolute massive unit. So, um, but there's there's people like that all over. France and that league like the, a lot of top 14 boys um, that kind of like retire um, come down to that league and play um, so there was a lot of like experienced players and stuff playing in that league um, it wasn't as fast as anything I'd played like it was because the game was so physical it wasn't um, kind of it wasn't hard in the the lungs to say, but you're you're definitely sore after the games and stuff. Um, there's obviously the bit of French flair that comes about where you're running down the pitch after somehow they like offload it twenty times or something. So, mm-hmm. uh, but mostly it was just like an absolute physical mess. Like it was, yeah, it was a tough one. Yeah, lot, lot, yeah, lots of just hard running, just up the jumper and just go forward. Oh yeah, yeah, picking yeah. goals. That's. Uh, Malls picking goes scrums. That's that's their game. Was it was it a scrappy league as well? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's especially against um, rivals. Um, well, I'm pretty sure. Like, uh, I mean, I didn't under, understand like the the coach, but they were saying like they're going to come swinging. So just like hold your own and swing back and stuff like that. So I was, you know, that was like when I was going over, I was like. Never heard anything anything like it, so um, I didn't know what to expect. But uh, the rival games were pretty; <laughs> they were very full on. Yeah, yeah. 
So how, how does it compare then, say, to the, the tenants premiership or um, I guess yeah, the pro pro fourteen level? Like um, a different kind of game? Or so, um, I mean, I can't. I don't know how to compare it. Um, there are bigger boys for sure. I know it's more physical, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, but here it was more skillful and a bit faster paced. Like we used our, we played with our backs a lot more, and um, there was probably a bit more of a structure over here rather than uh, it was kind of like free flowing over there. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the kind of main differences from um, French rugby to say like um, like you know like curry and stuff. Um, bigger boys, um, like not much, not too much structure. Um, but over here, it's you know it's faster and it's um, and there's a lot more structure involved. So yeah, if you were if you were to take say maybe the curry team that you played in back in uh, was it 2014 15? So that's oh, like- I, I I would have been like 17 back then. I think it was 20. I think it was 2015 upwards because okay. that's when I left school. Yeah. So if you took the so- team from 2015 and played against Stadney Swa, who would win? Oh, I don't know. Like I, I think. Because Stanley Swa trained more. Um, ah, I don't know. There's two completely different games, you know, because that team, when I played at Curry, it was like proper fast pace, like, and the Stanley Swa was like really forwards oriented. So um, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, yeah, I can't answer that one. No. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. How did you, how did you find Stadny Swa for your development as a player? Go oh on. yeah, for like for a front five, it's like good going across and um, getting nailing down the the basics of your game. So line out scrum, um, you know, picking goals and stuff like that. You know, front five, it's a proper physical game. So that side of things is was good. Um, um, training wasn't hard, so. Um, that was uh, another side of things. Um, you know, I was like, I was doing extra conditioning by myself, like me and the, the Scottish lads. This was my first year. And um, the coach was like, no, what are you doing? Like, you, why are you doing extra fitness? I was like, I, I need to, you know, feel good for the game. And it's like, the game's five days away or something, you know. Uh, I was I was literally just like, it was based, like basic running, like 100 metres and all that stuff. And he was like, no, you don't do that. So um, that was... That was interesting. Um, and yeah, but you felt really good at the weekend. Like you, you could, because the training was like pretty easy. So um, mm-hmm. we did our own gym the first year and then we had an S&C come over, which, um, which was real good. And we actually had a gym the second year as well. Um, they built a gym next to the, the stadium. So um, that was really good for the S&C side of things. And I was progressing and, in the gym quite a lot yeah but i actually just i actually couldn't keep weight on so i was like maybe like 107 108 kilos um and then lockdown hit and i came to glasgow at like 116 um so that, that was quite a, a weight jump but i didn't like i didn't feel unfit so i suppose it, it was okay yeah, and was there a stark difference between the first and second year at Stadney Swa? Like, I think it was uh, 
because you, you said you mentioned the SNC coach came over. That was Chris Leck, who's obviously yeah. the SNC coach. So, and you were talking about there about not having fitness in yeah. not doing your kind of pregame fitness stuff. So, when he came over, did things change a bit? Oh, yeah, it completely changed. Like, so in order to like change things, you have to like, he had to present why it's good for fitness, for gym, and all that to the head coach. So, he, and I'm pretty sure we told him going in, like, you need to be like, you need to show him why it's good. And he brought all these like charts and stuff um, to show the, the head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually started doing like fitness during the week. And um, we had a lot of like gym slots and um, all the Scottish boys had like extra gym as well. So um, we were coming in on our days off and getting a like upper body kind of um, pump going. Um, and yeah, so it, it completely changed first and second year. Yeah. Did you guys do Broncos? Did you have a Bronco time? And what does it compare to the one that we've now got, obviously, when you're at Warriors? Uh, yeah. I, so my first year, we had to, like, do our own. Because we were testing coming back at Christmas, we obviously had to, like, try and figure out how we get extra fitness sessions and because we couldn't do it after training. So we'd have to, like, come in on days off and just do extra running. Um, so my Bronco time wasn't very good that year but then when Lecky came over um actually I got PB in my Bronco so um yeah I mean I was light as well so it's a lot easier to run in Bronco so um yeah I hit a PB and then it's not actually changed that much um coming over I'm, I'm quite a few kilos heavier so um I was actually kind of pleased that during the, the middle of the season where I've got a few extra kilos on me, I can actually run kind of the same um, Bronco as I did back then when I was a few mm-hmm. kilos lighter. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, like, I've, I don't know, it's just... Between the first and second year, though, like, it was, like, a big difference, so... Just changed. Yeah. And how, obviously, for us at Warriors, the Bronco is quite a big thing. That's kind of one of the baseline fitness tests that we have. And there are goals set for all the different positions. How are yep. you looking right now with your Bronco time? Are you are you bang on? Oh, I mean, Killian brought in this sheet the other day and he was like, you need to be hitting this. I was like, oh, I mean, I thought it was okay, but having to hit that, I mean, I'm going to have to. But I, hopefully for, I'm hoping for pre-season, that's, that's the score I, I need. To, but mid-season, it's a bit, a bit different. I, I don't know. I don't want to give any excuses because... Yeah. That looked bad, but uh, yeah, I mean, I reckon I could, I could on a good day, I could um, get close to that. Um, but it's, it, it would be a tough, a tough graft on the, the targets. Yeah. What, what was the target time? Oh, I think it was uh, four fifty for lock. So um, yeah. <laughs> Bring on the next preseason. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'll get it next preseason. We'll see. <laughs> You, you talked there about kind of Stadney Swan and doing the extras on your kind of tight day off. So obviously sounds like you've always had a bit of a professional mindset coming into the Warriors. Was there any kind of culture shock around the fitness or, or the the standards that were being set uh, or the, the amount of work involved? What were the kind of like the big changes when you came into the Warriors? Um, well, it wasn't, it wasn't just, um, so when we were doing extras at Stanley Swire, it was only the Scottish boys. So, but that's because like we had to get good scores at Christmas because we're doing fitness testing. Mm-hmm. So 
when you come over here, like everyone's doing whatever they can to get better. So um, it actually makes it a little bit easier, like, because you see all the, the older boys um, still going after all these years and you're like, like, it's, you know, it eggs you on to try and get better yourself. Because, um, you know, like guys like um, Rob Parley and like Ryan Wilson, um, they're like always doing kind of extra work to try and get better. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it just eggs the, the younger guys on to keep keep at it and don't let the standards drop because um, the standards are, are pretty high and there's like a culture around being an honest player um, here. So um, I think that was the biggest difference, I guess. Um, just there was a lot more guys doing what they could to, to stay up at those standards. and. Um, like sometimes like during the week maybe something might not go your way and, or your standard might slip and you'll get picked up on it um, immediately so um, I think it's just keeping each other accountable um, as well so we've worked on that throughout the season and um, it, yeah it just kind of keeps everyone um, ticking on and and um, just progressing um, hopefully to be better players yeah you mentioned those guys like Ryan and Rob now, in the second row, or I guess, our, and also just, I guess, our line-out forwards in general, there's some some pretty big names. Leonie Nakarawa, Scott Cummings, Richie Gray, and then obviously Rob Harley, and then Ryan Wilson, who I guess is less of a second row, but much more of a line-out forward. How has it been working with them, and who's been the person that's kind of imparted the most knowledge onto? Has, has anyone taken you under their wing? Um, yeah, like, I, I try and speak to all the guys, because everyone's, like, really good at something, you know, um, Rob's small defense is like really, really good. So I try and like see what he's doing, ask him how he's doing it. Um, so I can try and like implement that in my game. And then people like, you know, Kieran McDonald, he's classic carrying. So, um, you know, I, I speak to him all the time. Like we're pretty good mates. So, um, you know, it's just about speaking to the other boys and um, seeing where they can where you can like find what they're like really good at, you know, they're, and they can just like tell you how they do it. And I don't know, it's just kind of, you kind of have like a, it's just an informal conversation. Oh, like, oh, how are you getting to that um, front seam, say on the mall? And um, they just tell you, and um, it's not like anything big. It's just like little conversations, but the, the little stuff can make huge amount of difference. So it's, um, you just try and learn off the, the other boys as you go. In the last season, you've become more of a rounded player because of that, because you've had other guys around you because of the environment that you've been at here. Yeah, for sure. Um, like when I came in, I, you know, it's I'm trying to learn all the the stuff that they do and um, the systems that we have. Um, so you know, and things like mall defence and um, how we're defending after the malls in the in the link zone and stuff like that. Um, so it's honestly just about like talking to the other guys beside you and seeing how they do it. And if, if you think that there's something else that can be added to it, then like they take it on board as well. It's not like I'm asking um, the older guys and then um, it, it's kind of just like a conversation, just saying like, Oh, maybe we could do it like this or um, this is how you kind of like get into the, into that kind of position in the mall and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just small conversations. 
after during training mm-hmm. it can make the biggest difference. Yeah, and, and then this season you've you've to date you've made six appearances for us, three three starts and three off the bench. How would you say you've gone in those games? Um, yeah, I mean, from kind of a I'm inexperienced in kind of the the programme and, uh, and stuff like that. It, I, I feel I went all right, but I I'm quite critical of myself, so I try and I really try and analyse my game and get better. So sometimes if I if I play well and um, I'd I'd pick up on like the I'd go and ask the coaches like or um, like defence coach or something asking where I can get better and stuff and they they'd also come to me and um, ask or not ask they'd show me clips and be like maybe you could do it like this or um, <clears throat> and it's just about um, talking to the coaches I guess so I think at the start of the season I was kind of um, a bit less prepared to where I am now so. You know, in the Osprey game, Osprey's game, it was quite a shock. And, um, you know, it was a shock to the system, one for one. But then it was also like my first pro game. So um, I'm just kind of looking to keep building um, a bit of consistency around my game. Um, and that's that kind of happens in training. So I'm trying to be more consistent throughout training so I can then get an opportunity to, to play more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I do play, I, I want to... Like and I take my chance, and I think it'll. The more, the more I'm in with the boys, and the more I'm, the more I'm training well, the better, like, the better confidence and stuff like that will be, and then the better performances I'll have. So, um, it's just about building, um, building on your recent performances and and taking it from there, like, um, and yeah, yeah. And then looking looking at next season, obviously you've resigned, so you're staying with us next season. I'm going to put you on the spot here, Hamish, but what's one word you'd use to describe your feelings towards next season? Uh, I'd say excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just an exciting time. And um, I think just <clears throat> with a season under my belt, it, um, it's only going to get kind of better from here. So I'm just really looking to build on my game and hopefully um, that'll help the entire team and we'll get more wins and stuff like that. So um I really am just excited to keep kicking on and um, hopefully we can uh, do a lot better next season. Um, yeah. Well, obviously, we're certainly looking forward to seeing you in a war jersey again, seeing you make a few more outings for us, potentially even this weekend against Benetton. Now, before you go, Hamish, I'm going to put you on the spot one more time, actually. I'm going to ask you, obviously, you say you're excited for next season, you know, looking to kind of keep working, keep kicking on. What does wearing the Warriors jersey mean to you? Yeah, um, the Warriors jer- jersey means a lot. You know, I was growing up watching um, pro rugby in kind of Scotland, and I was like, I really want to play that. And there are times when I, I was younger when I thought it might not happen, but um, you know, I'm just really grateful for the, the opportunity that happened this season. And um, you know, there's a lot of pride in the the club and um, a lot of passion that that goes with it. So um, I just whenever I put the, the Warriors jersey on, I, I want to play with, um, you know, like a lot of pride in the in the history of the, the club and, you know, where I've come from as well. Um, trying to do my, like, community proud and, you know, from Portobello. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of things that 
that means a lot to me playing for the Warriors. But I'd say, like, you know, pride, the, the pride in the, the history of the club um, and representing my, my community as well, it's, it's really like a special kind of, it's a special feeling representing the Warriors when you go out and, and play some rugby. So, yeah, um, I'd say those two things were, were probably key. Yeah. Well, I think you certainly do it with your with them um, inspiring the community, especially with Portobello. I think every time you're named in a team, we have various people tagging you or retweeting our team announcements. So I think you're certainly doing a good job there. Um, I'm conscious of time, Hamish, so I'll let you go. But so congratulations on resigning. We're looking forward to seeing you playing next season. And thank you very much for joining me on Warriors Weekly this week. Thanks very much. from Scotston. This is Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast.